This is Contractor Sense with Ruth King. Welcome to Contractor Sense. Here you discover ideas, tactics, news, and information that matters to your contracting business and you. I'm your host, Ruth King. This episode is sponsored by HVAC Trustbooks. Go to HVACTrustbooks.com to discover how this tool can help you close more sales. Thank you for joining us. Here's how we will help your business and you today. There are many options with respect to HVAC, plumbing, electrical, and other contracting software. What should you look for? What are the questions to ask before investing in software? My guest today, James Watmore, founder of JobLogic, gives you the answers to these questions and more. James, welcome to Contractor Sense. Hi, Ruth. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. And from the sound of your accent, you're not from the United States, correct? That's right. I'm from the uh, original Birmingham in the UK. Oh, okay. So everybody who's listening from Birmingham, Alabama can say something, correct? (laughs) (laughs) So um, you developed JobLogic because most people, I think, in the United States are not really familiar with JobLogic because it's been mainly UK, Australia, and and places like that, correct? That's correct. Yeah, we're probably the uh, market leader for small to medium-sized service contractors in the UK. And um, we're busy now um, building our US strategy and uh, to, you know, trying to get some real traction in North America. Got it. And you've, you've looked at a lot of software over the years and you've talked to a lot of contractors over the years and you found out the best ways, you know, the questions to ask them so that they can actually make an intelligent decision about purchasing software. So can we go through some of those? And I know you have a white paper that we can download and we'll give everybody the opportunity and where to go to do that during the broadcast. Yeah, of course, that'd be great. If you can uh, ask me a few questions, I'll try and uh, give you the best answers I can. (laughs) Okay, so when is it time that a contractor needs software? Well, I think the reason that people buy a system like JobLogic or any other um, software system is that they're either experiencing some growth in their business or they've, they've got real aspirations to grow. And systems like you know excel and paper are just not really doing it for them anymore um and they really need to get control over their business and to to really turbocharge their growth so i think it's i think it's during the period of growth that they they really need to look seriously at a software system and it's also a period of oh my gosh i don't know what i'm doing i can't do this all myself anymore correct pretty much yeah i mean you might have a, a micro business where there's two or three people working in it and uh, they're spending their whole evenings or weekend doing the admin um, or it might be a slightly larger business where potentially they're missing jobs or they're missing invoices and obviously that's having a detrimental effect on their performance so either of those two scenarios they really need to look at uh, centralizing their data and getting a system in place okay and I ha- I've been I've been curious about the answer to this question for a long time since you and I first met. How different is contracting in the UK versus contracting in the US? Uh, it's pretty different, and there's some similarities as you can imagine. So um, one of the main differences is that there's a much bigger residential uh, service contractor market in the US. Um, I think that's due to a few things, mainly the size of properties. So you, you tend to have much bigger houses in the US, there's more space. Um, and you've just got some industries that really don't exist in the UK um, or that are fledgling in the UK. So the biggest one probably is residential air conditioning. It's not really a thing in the UK because it's pretty cold over here. <laughs> um, <laughs> in the US, you've got real four seasons going on. So um, air conditioning in, in, in residential in the US is, is probably as big as heating. So um, that's sometimes, something that's, yeah, that's sometimes that's bigger. Yeah. 
yeah, and there's other industries like pool maintenance. We don't have tend to have too many swimming pools here, again, because it's too cold. Um, uh, and you might have some seasonal industries like snow clearance and, and things like that that we just don't have to deal with here. Yeah, you've had cold and damp in the UK. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> That's that one season, yeah. Yeah. Um, so the residential market is different, and um, that obviously leads to differences in the way that contractors need to behave towards their customers as opposed to commercial and industrial. Okay, so you have then taken job logic and, and made it so that we can handle the residential market in the US, correct? Yeah, that's right. And we've been learning a lot over the last uh, couple of years as we've been attending expos um, like the AHR and the PHCC expos that we've been to. Got a lot of feedback from our American customers and Canadian customers and also just people that we've generally been chatting to and doing our research. So um, features like um, allowing a tech to collect payment in the field, we've released into the system uh, mainly to service the North American market. Yeah, that's something I'll bet in the UK, since it's mainly commercial, you don't have to deal with because everybody bills, correct? Pretty much, yeah. I mean, our biggest uh, market in the UK is the commercial sector, but we do have some residential contractors and, and they can now benefit from the features that we're putting in uh, primarily for the uh, North American market, such as payment in the field, such as uh, flat rate pricing. Yeah, all those things, you know, they've been, they've been around for us for a really, really long time. So, okay, so that was my curiosity question about the UK being different than North America with respect to, to contracting. So let's assume I am growing a lot. Um, I'm in the process that I need to have some a software package because it's going to make my life a whole lot easier. And what do you do with somebody who's a, a service technician who is going to be using this, let's say, payments in the field or something along those lines, and they're resistant to it. What would you say to them and how easy it is to use it? Um, I think the, the business owner really needs to explain the benefits to the tech rather than just asking them to use a new piece of technology. So um, I think when they explain to the tech that it's going to make their life easier by getting rid of paperwork um, and making the business more efficient and allowing them to do more time uh you know fixing problems or installing systems rather than um doing you know basic administration they tend to warm to it um so i think it's about it's important if you're going to empower somebody with some technology to try and give the reasons why you're doing it um and just to hit back on another difference between the uk and the us okay. um, the, the 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 us contractors seem to be much more sales savvy than the their uk counterparts and that extends down to the text they tend to be uh, guys that are fixing stuff and installing stuff, but they're also actively doing quotations for extra works when they spot the opportunities. So enabling them with a mobile app really gives them um, a slick way of, of upselling to their customers as well, which seems to be a big ticket issue in, in North America. It is, believe me. <laughs> Yeah, because what we what we the way we look at it is we look at it, the technicians are educators, they're the doctors out there. And yep. it would be like going to a doctor and you broke your leg playing softball or something along those lines, and the doctor uh fixes your broken leg, but he takes your blood pressure and it's high and he doesn't say anything about it. That's not exactly a good thing to happen. So yeah. what we actually say is like, okay, you it's your responsibility. If you see things in the field that are going on then you must say something. It's the customer's you know, option. Obviously, it's their system to say yeah. yes or say no. But if you don't bring it up, they don't know. I mean, come on, they're, they're not the experts out there. You are. 
Yeah, so that, that that's a that's a bit of a difference with the UK. Um, but if we're going to empower the techs with technology, I think it's up to the contractor to explain why we're doing it, and then it's up to us as the software provider to provide, you know, an elegant, easy to use system that does what these guys really need it to do um, while they're out doing work in the field. Yeah, that's that's very very important. Okay, when we get back from break, we're going to go through a lot more things about looking at things in the field, looking at things, you know, with respect to job logic. And I'm speaking with James Watmore. And James, before we go to break, tell everybody where they can download the white paper. Okay, so they can get the white paper from joblogic.com forward slash white paper. And it's called the top 10 things to consider when choosing field service management software. Okay, we will be right back. Thanks for listening to Contractor Sense. I've seen my client salespeople struggle when a customer asks why they should use your company rather than the competition when your price is higher and you both are proposing the same equipment. I've seen technicians struggle when customers ask them whether they should replace an 18-year-old air conditioner. And most salespeople and technicians never ask the one question that most customers are concerned about, yet never ask. Can I trust you? I found a tool that gives your salespeople and technicians the ammunition to answer this question and more. And the tool works. How do I know? 68% of my clients are using it to increase sales and referrals. What is it? A trust book with your name on it as the author. More details are at hvactrustbooks.com. Warning, there is only one contractor per area that can get these great books. Some areas are already taken. They've gone to my clients. If you want your area and want to have a tool for your salespeople and technicians to increase referrals and sales, then go to hvactrustbooks.com now and reserve your area. Eliminate costly warranty leak repair headaches. Three years ago, Ruth King wrote a leak policy letter for one of her clients who was dealing with huge warranty leak issues. When she gave the letter to technicians and trained them on how to use it, warranty leaks went from zero, that's right, zero. Then she gave the letter to one of her other clients and any contractor who wanted it. The results? The same, zero warranty leak repairs. The unexpected benefits? An increase in replacement sales. Ruth shares the letter with anyone and everyone who wants it. So, get your sample leak policy letter for free. No strings, no catches, no guarantee of results. Go to hvacchannel.tv or call us at 877-520-4321. Click on the link in the middle of the homepage to get your free leak policy letter. I hope you experience zero warranty leak repairs and eliminate a major costly headache. We're back. Thanks for listening to Contractor Sense. I'm talking with James Watmore, the founder and CEO of JobLogic. And before the break, James, you gave everybody the place to go to download the white paper. So would you mind giving us that job site or excuse me, that website again? Sure. It's uh, joblogic.com forward slash white paper. And it's called the top 10 things to consider when choosing field service management software. Very good. And please download that. And I think it will help you answer some questions. And, you know, even if you're talking to very many people about different types of software, these are these 10 questions are really, really good to make sure you get answers to them that satisfy you so that you're confident in, make, in choosing the software because it's a decision that will um, take, cause some issues and be very, very good for me- very many years to come. All right. So let's get back to talking about software. And from a perspective of, you know, we invest in software for the first time per se, and then do all softwares grow with you or do you you go from one software to another, to another, to another? Well, ideally you choose a system that's 
got a roadmap ahead of it. So you're looking at the feature set that exists today and seeing if it's a good match for your business and your aspirations. But also, really, you should be quizzing the software vendor about where they're taking the product and what new features are on the horizon because technology keeps changing. The, the service contractor industry keeps changing to meet the demands of customer expectations. And um, you really need to try and future-proof. So it's quite painful to move systems. I, I'd be recommending that somebody, somebody looks at a system that's going to be with them for at least five years, if possible. Yeah, I mean, painful is, is an understatement about changing systems. It's a lot more painful than... Um, <clears throat> so it's really important to make the, the correct choice. Now, you know, when we look at technology coming through, I mean, a lot of the stuff, especially on, on Apple and on iPhones and things like that, we're going to voice. Do you see us going to voice with respect to doing this type of software too? Well, we've got at the moment text, you know, taking notes in the field, using the voice activation on iPhones and things like that. So that's all coming in. And I think there's, there's, there's loads of different applications for, for modern tech. You know, I mean, you've, you've got uh, Uber, who are now the biggest taxi company in the world, um, leading the way with automatic notifications to customers about when their cabs arriving. And we're doing that now with text in the field. I think there's a, there's a demand on um, instant information from clients. Um, they want to know when the tech's on the way. They want the completed uh, job sheet and invoice to be sent to them immediately on completion. So all of those things are, are becoming really topical now. Yeah, and I, I'll be very interested to see where software is in about 10 or 15 years, simply because of all the things that are converging. Um, you know, you take the technology from Uber and you take the technology from what we've done, and then you take the technology that's coming on with voice and with video. It's going to be really, really interesting to see where software is in the next 10 to 15 years, because yeah, it's going to change. Yeah, so we, we're expecting that there'll be a move from um, preventative maintenance and reactive maintenance towards predictive maintenance where um, data will be harvested from systems like air conditioning systems or heating systems to predict a failure before it happens. Um, and that failure being reported to a contractor to action before a customer's even experienced a problem. Yeah, that's very helpful for customers too, because it'd be not, it's a lot easier to get a notice on your cell phone that something's going wrong with your system rather than you come home at five o'clock in the afternoon. And I know you guys don't experience this in the UK where it's you know 95 degrees out and 100% humidity and your air conditioner's not working. Sure. So I think in the future, service contractors might be selling uptime of equipment rather than a reactive fixed service. And that, that will be interesting to see you know, how that goes. Because again, it'll be training and, and software related to make sure that it all happens. Um, sure. What else do you see in the future? Um, I just think there's going to be um, far more expectation on the contractors to deliver improved customer service. So whether that's, you know, um, automated emails and SMSs to customers to keep them informed, um, giving them different ways to pay, whether it's by, you know, finance or immediate electronic payment. Um, and really just um, trying to bring this contractor industry um, alongside some of the other world-class apps that you see out there, like out there now, you know, like the Amazon uh, delivery service and the Uber delivery service. Very good. All right. So um, we have a couple minutes left and let's talk a little bit about job logic. I know you started in the UK and, and are, are really, really popular in the UK and you've come into the United States. If somebody wanted to take a look at job logic, where would they go? Well, they just need to go to joblogic.com and they can book a demo with us or they can just sign up to a free trial. So uh, if people aren't too keen on talking to us and they just want to look at the system under their own steam, they can just uh, sign up to the free 30-day trial and check it out for themselves. Okay, so you actually let them play with it. And I use the word play in quotes, but actually used it for 30 days without 
payment? We do, yeah. We're, we're one of the few contractors that's you know tried to be as transparent as, as possible with letting customers have a look at the software because um, not everybody wants to chat. You know, somebody wants to just have a look at it and you know they might already be quite clued up as to what they want from a system and they just want to go through it and find out for themselves. So, um, you know, there's a call to action on the website to book a demo, but there's uh, right next to it, there's a button saying sign up for a free trial. And if, if people just want to do that, they're, they're very welcome to have a look. So I can look at it at Saturday night at 10 o'clock at night when I have nothing else to do, right? You can, and then there's, there's, there's a wealth of uh, knowledge-based information to try and help you through that if you're, a, if, you, if you're of a DIY mindset. Very good. All right, and then one more, the white paper on questions you should ask before purchasing software is joblogic.com forward slash white paper. Is that right? It is, yep, and it's also in our blog. So if you just go to joblogic.com and find the blog, you'll see it there as well. Very good. James, any final thoughts? Um, we're really looking forward to, to getting more traction in the US. We've done a lot of research. Um, we've got people on the ground now able to come out and do training at customer sites. So we're, uh, if any you know, HVAC contractor, residential or commercial is interested in looking at a new system, please check us out, have a free trial and uh, speak to our team and, and hopefully you'll get, um, you'll get what you need from the system and from the, the after sales service. Okay. Thanks, James. I really appreciate you sharing with us today. And hopefully a lot of people will download the white paper. Yeah, thanks very much for having me, Ruth. Really appreciate it. My pleasure. And thank you for joining us. Choose one thing that you discovered and implement in your business. These ideas, tactics, and strategies help you make more money, have more free time, and give back. If you like today's program, spread the word. Please review this podcast on any device you're listening to it on. Help a fellow contractor make more money too. For comments or questions, call me at 770-729-0258 or email Ruth King at hvacchannel.tv. Thanks for listening. Have a great and profitable day.